0: Indonesian coffee chain Kopi Kinangan raised $96 million during its Series C funding and announced plans to use the new investment for expansion domestically and internationally in Southeast Asia. Since its opening in 2017, Kopi Kinangan has become the second largest coffee chain in Indonesia, after Janji Jawa, with over 600 outlets in 45 cities. The coffee chain not only offers coffee, but also food products like Sarita roti bread, Chigo fried chicken and soft cookie brand Kinangan Manis. In its Series A funding in June 2019, Kopi Gun raised $20 million, followed by additional investments from celebrities in December that same year. Its Series B funding in May 2020 raised $109 million. The Series C funding, led by Hong Kong's Tyburn Capital Management and participants like Li ka Horizons Ventures and Eduardo Saverin's B Capital, combined to give the company a valuation of more than $1 billion. Co-founder and CEO, Edward Tertinata, stated in a press release, Our mission is to be the most loved consumer brand in Southeast Asia and, as part of our five-year vision, we remain committed to rapidly expanding our footprint to thousands of stores across Southeast Asia and broadening our offerings. Instead of closing its stores due to the pandemic, Kinangan opened almost 200 new ones, which is 41% more than a year ago. Their rapid success in the domestic market is a good sign that they are ready to expand internationally. A fake Starbucks recently opened up in the impoverished
1: city of Caracas, Venezuela, and calls itself, We Proudly Serve. The opening of the store has caused a commotion, partly because of the obvious fraud, and partly because of the sale of expensive beverages, in a recession-stricken country. Currently, there are no Starbucks outlets in the country. Nestle Venezuela is the only distributor authorized by Starbucks to sell its products. According to Nestle Venezuela in a statement, the fake store has no association with the official Starbucks company, and that Nestle had not been contacted or involved in the marketing of these products in the country. Starbucks also confirmed that it does not have the We Proudly Serve Starbucks registered coffee program in Venezuela at this time. The fake store, which takes its name from Starbucks' official coffee program, is owned by supermarket owner Jorge Nieves. The idea came to him when he had extra space in a market in the city, and he wanted to improve the shopping experience. Even though Nieves acknowledged that this is not a Starbucks store, and that he understood that Starbucks Corporation directly serves all its points of sale, does not franchise, and does not grant licenses to third parties, he said in an interview, what we did was obviously acquire the equipment and the product. Those who we made the purchase from gave us a guideline of what we could do and what we could not do. And that guideline is being perfectly fulfilled. On top of that, Nieves mentioned that he intends to continue operating the store, as long as it can retain the quality standards and guarantee original consumables and supplies. The question remains on whether Nieves will face legal action for infringing on the company's
0: trademark. When you think of coffee production, Togo may not be the first country that comes to mind. But coffee is an important commodity to the West African country and represents 10% of their total exports. So it's a matter of concern that the 2020-21 season saw another drop in production as the official numbers came in at 2,400 tons versus 2,500 tons last year. This was a statement from the secretary-general Inselm Gauthon for the Coordination Committee for Cocoa and Coffee Robusta is almost exclusively grown in the country, which has a similar taste profile to the coffee grown in Ghana, its neighbour. Most of the production takes place in the plateau region, which is on the same equatorial plane as Ghana. According to the ICO export statistics, Togo exported 30,614 bags of coffee, from December 2020 to November 2021, a significant drop from the previous year's 39,452. Traditionally, Togo's coffee is purchased by the EU, notably France and Belgium. Coffee production in Togo started in the 1920s during the colonial era, but has traditionally struggled with many of the same issues of other West African countries, namely, aging trees, land tenure rights, and smallholder farmers with limited access to education and resources, as well as changing weather patterns. SCK Company is now the new name of Starbucks Coffee Korea, after officially requesting the name change on December 28 last year. This name change came after Starbucks Coffee International sold the rest of its shares in the Korean branch. In July 2021, Imart bought 17.5% of Starbucks Coffee International's 50% stake in the Korean branch, making it the largest shareholder, with 67.5%. The remaining 32.5% was acquired by the government of Singapore Investment Corporation, GIC. As a result of Starbucks Coffee International having no shares in the Korean branch, the company can't use Starbucks in the name. However, even though the name has changed, Starbucks will continue to operate in Korea in the same manner as before, and branches will continue to have the Starbucks name and logo, and Starbucks Coffee International will continue to distribute the coffee beans. In addition, SCK Company will continue to pay Starbucks Coffee International royalties of about 5%. While Starbucks
1: may have lost their recent battle over unionization in Buffalo, New York, that isn't putting off owners of coffee chain, the coffee tree roasters, who are engaged in a familiar-sounding battle with their employees. In managing their side of the campaign, the Pittsburgh-based company appears to be taking a page from Starbucks' playbook. Employees said that owners of the company have intensified efforts to stop a unionization drive launched by their workers in December. Low wages, inadequate staffing, and lack of COVID-19 safety measures have been complaints. The chain is also accused of firing a barista for advocating unionization, and this has led to charges now being filed with the National Labor Relations Board. Baristas are seeking union recognition from United Food and Commercial Workers, UFCW. They announced they would be holding their first union election, days before Christmas. Subsequently, a campaign of intimidation followed, according to reports, including secret filming in the stores and firing of baristas sympathetic to the vote. The tactics were a conspicuous failure for Starbucks, so it's unclear why the coffee tree is following the same behavior while hoping for a different outcome.